This is Vision View Sports Radio. How things are? How 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 are you? And uh, what did you make of yesterday? Oh man, um, some may say it's anti-climax. <laughs> they sort of expected um, Pakistan to to pitch up on the day, but uh, you look back now in hindsight and you think, well, 137 was a very competitive score given the. Um, the, the, the amount of uh, bowling armory that uh, Baba Azam had, uh, but it, it just didn't go according to plan. Guess what? As you said in your prelude, that um, Ben Stokes is a man of occasions, and uh, he likes these moments. Um, he took it deep, and I think um, there was no panic, as you uh, might have heard in that sound bite. He, he knew that um, they had to target only one over, and guess what? It was the man who's performed. Uh, throughout this tournament for Pakistan with ball and the bat as well. Shut up, Khan. Yeah, it's, uh, um, you know, when I thought of the score initially at halfway and then I was thinking, you know what, it's it's not enough, especially considering how um, England played against India, chasing 168 in that semi-final and winning with 10, 10 wickets. You kind of thought that, you know, it's going to be very difficult. But if there was a team that could maybe make a game out of it was Pakistan because of such a, a really good um, bowling attack. But in terms of um, if we had to just take it back a little bit of the World Cup, um, it had a lot of upsets. South Africa being one of the teams that um, ended up um, losing out to two Netherlands. But even England were, had, a, had, a, had a loss uh, against Ireland. What did you make of some of those we call so-called smaller sides uh, um, kind of uh, showcasing who they are and, um, and actually making this World Cup even more interesting? Well, there was a talk of uh, the so-called minnows or the small nations, as you said, um, in uh, voicing their grievances, um, not necessarily to ITC, but in the way things pan out at the, at the World Cups, where it's almost uh, taken away uh, that participation from most countries. And the, I mean, this is a global showpiece where you, you expect uh, many more countries than 12. But then again, they, they, they will come back and say it, there's a lot of mismatches uh, if, you, if, if you have everyone uh, that, that's getting involved, and let's say 20 or more. But um, the, 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 the story to tell and also the, the case to make was to, to beat those big countries, and Ireland did that. Um, and we, Pakistan, we were in the back foot as well until the, the, the door was opened by Netherlands, another uh, minnow mm. or small, small country that, uh, shockingly, that, that sent the waves. I think that was the absolute of the tournament, in my opinion where South Africa, one of the favorites, um, were bundled out in a, in a space of three hours. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's very difficult to relive those moments because I think a week ago, all of us were, were in shock and almost like, what, what just happened? Because um, if you had an opportunity to get yourself in that, uh, in that playoff, I mean, and you said, as a country, if we have to face or go through Netherlands, it would have been, it would have been the, the, the team that you would have wanted in that situation. But uh, such is the nature of uh, South African cricket and semi-finals or important games. Things didn't go according to plan. I mean, uh, going back to the final um, yesterday, Buti, is that, I mean, Pakistan got themselves into a really good position, making a meal, uh, making a fight rather of 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 that game, where with all of us kind of thought that the runs weren't enough on the board, but when you thought that the bowling attack kind of brought them back into the game, 
um, Joss Butler, who has been in phenomenal um, form, only getting 26 runs. Um, Hales um, got bowled out by Shine Shah Afridi in, the, in his first over. And it kind of brought in the middle order. That hasn't really kind of shone in this, in, in this World Cup. What can you say about um, Shine Shah Afridi? I mean, that was an important moment, um, unfortunately for him, getting injured after taking that big catch. If we can talk about turning points, uh, we normally talk about uh, turning points in, in cricket. I think that was the turning, turning point when he couldn't uh, finish his third over. Mm. Um, a man who has bowled well. Um, the youngster before him uh, <laughs> that bowled, uh, was it a major? I'm not too sure, but it's only it probably considered a run yes. against Ben Stokes. Nassim Shah. <laughs> exactly, the 19-year-old. He was uh, shaping it away. Mm. And I and I almost thought that here we go again. These bowlers uh, bringing Pakistan back into this game, but they've done that before um, against India. Until there was one that one over, which was bold, which was uh, the, the last over to Virat Kohli that had all sorts of uh, stories to tell with no balls and uh, um, and wide and uh, just just to give away twenty eight runs. So at the back of your mind, you always had that, and and I wonder if. Ben Stokes and uh, maybe Matthew Mott uh, also would have told the, his charges that you don't need to panic here. Mm. Um, we tend to do that. And then I think it's, a, it's an issue globally where as a better, I'm, I'm going to talk from a point of a bet, <laughs> as a better, <laughs> you, if you face three deliveries, in, in fact, if you face two dot deliveries, the third one must go to the boundary. Mm. Um, and that always, it's always the case. Because you, there's something simmering. You know that it's two deliveries. The third one, the batter is going to make something because they're looking for runs, and that's the um, time where you, you you're seeking to get a wicket. And it, it, it's often the case. But uh, but Stokes didn't panic, and he let that over go. Yes. Why? Because he can bat deep, and he knows he's got the the tools to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think many many batters in 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 this uh, World Cup had that in their in their armory. But they just couldn't because their ego took over, yeah. and and that's a problem. And that's why um, it's as simple as that. Uh, that that's why many teams lost in this World Cup. It's just because of that. There's a, a run rate to chase. There's a blueprint uh, that's that's put out there, mm-hmm. and and he defied it. And I think that that that's what happened in in a nutshell. Is that Stokes knew that if you bet deep. Yeah, that's still time. That's such an important point because, uh, like you said, um, at times. Um, Batters tend to probably hit that panic button sooner than you you are required. And I, rem- I remember at one stage, you could see there was, uh, I think Ben Stokes was about 28 of 30, 33, 34 balls. And I was looking at myself, I'm thinking, he's in trouble here. He's in trouble here. He needs to make the play at some point. And if it doesn't go his way, you could have potentially looked at that same inning and said that's where the game was lost if it didn't go accordingly. But um, such is the nature of the game. Um, Shine Shah Afridi um, takes this fantastic catch in an important moment, but in the same instance, he gets himself injured. And if Iftika Ahmed has to bowl the over, and guess what? <laughs> the unfortunate man, uh, you get called up by the captain and say, come come and finish the over for us. Um, our main man can't finish his spell. And he bowls five balls and he concedes 13 runs. And all of a sudden, the game has, ch- has turned on its, he- on its head. Um, how big of a moment, how unfortunate was that moment for Pakistan to, 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 to 
probably would have backed themselves as one of the better teams when it comes to the uh, death overs as well. I wonder what you would have done. No, no. I think I would have uh, called uh, on back one of my frontliners there uh, because that was a moment to press hard. You had two mm. in Harris Roth, and you also had this young and uh, okay, Shah finished at mm. the time. So if if I if I pick one of my frontline bowlers for those last five deliveries. Because anyway, that was the over where I needed yes. one of my frontliners to be bowling there. I wonder if Baba missed the trick when it when it came to that. Yeah, it's, I think it's an important one because um, if if you had to ask ben Stokes, when Ben Stokes is under pressure, he's definitely going to take on the spinner in that moment in time. So it's a, it's an important point that you're mentioning, Guti. If the if he was going to target someone, it's going to be the spinner. And unfortunately for me, at the time as well, I don't think. Um, Iftika was smart enough to realize that maybe the hip ball was, was the one that he should have used instead of looking to pitch it up. And uh, that allowed a bit of uh, Ben Stokes to get underneath the ball. Um, and fortunately for him, being, uh, being the guy that uh, kind of uh, turned the game with those 13 runs and gave momentum because the following over also went for about 20 runs to back that up. And all of a sudden, 30 so odd runs in two overs, and then the momentum was with England. Yeah, that was the Shadab Khan's over mm. uh, that we're talking about. Mm. So, so uh, England never relented at that time because they seized the opportunity. Um, and you can tell that Pakistan needed one quiet over that mm. would have really yes. sent panics in that dressing room. And that over was the one that uh, Shain Shah Afridi couldn't finish. Mm. And, and, and hence, um, I thought maybe Baba should have thought about it with Rizwan and said, mm. hang on a minute. Yes, we brought our, our ace, uh, Shain Shah Afridi. This was the over where we wanted to quiet England down. Mm. Perhaps we should continue doing the same mm. um, by having uh, one of our frontliners bowling at this, at this rate. Mm. And, then, and it, didn't, it didn't happen. I think that's where the trick was, uh, was missed. Yeah, no, it's an, and it's an important one. And uh, this is what we love about this game because uh, we can have so many different opinions and, and um, different uh, takes on, uh, on important moments. And unfortunately for Pakistan, uh, disappointing that 80,000 um, crowd that was there in Melbourne for that final. Um, I want to talk about, lastly, just about, just wrap up the World Cup. Um, 2015, England found themselves in a situation where they got knocked out of the World Cup. Uh, Bangladesh knocking them out of the World Cup. And they made a decision from that point to go see, going forward, we'll never find ourselves in this situation. They created a brand of cricket that everyone loves. Um, they split the formats. They've got uh, two people, two different coaches in charge. They won, of course, the, the World Cup, uh, the 50-over World Cup. I'm going to bring it home. Is this a perfect situation that South Africa finds themselves in now? But yes, Mark Boucher has left um, the, uh, the, the South African role. Inokongwe is the director of cricket. Um, is it an important moment in South African cricket now to go forward to say, you know what, we can also turn this around and be in a similar situation where England find themselves in in, in a matter of four or five years? Yeah, you've worked uh, with Inokongwe yourself, so you know how... Uh, uh, how much he thinks about the game uh, and and wanting to move it forward. Mm. Uh, he made no bones about it. That the, that's the plan. That's what they're looking to do um, to try and, and split the roles, as you said, and have a, a coach dedicated to towards white ball cricket. Mm. And uh, and then you have um, another coach who will be in charge of uh, our red ball cricket. And then I just wonder uh, because that that can also be a, a quite a costly exercise. 
if um, if you are if you are going to decide whether you want to have all the specialists in terms of picking your white ball cricketers, and then maybe you have one or two of those that uh, will will play all formats. Mm. Um, and it, it's working for England, and there's no doubt about it. Australia are trying to still uh, are trying to figure it out at the moment, but it it, it seems too much of a an effort because all, they also have those players who play all uh, all three formats, which becomes a bit of a problem mm. um, when it comes to uh, in terms of uh, uh, getting players fresh for for the series and and ready for for, for the season ahead. So I, I wonder if they're going to sit down and and try and, and emulate what England has done. And as I said, that we don't have the financial muscle that England has. Yep. Um, uh, nor India, and uh, which I think India they've also gone uh, that route, despite having the one uh, man who's in charge of all formats. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's an important point. I think the financial one is is the big one that kind of decides not only the types of well, I think candidates, for example, is one of them because the bigger your your budget, the the more now you start attracting all types of uh, candidates, your international guys to, uh, start coming into play as well. Um, but I think the important part, I think, it's almost deciding: is this the right structure for South African cricket? Which is something that you've mentioned there. Um, considering that uh, the test side doesn't play as much cricket as well, so you're going to have one of the coaches not being as involved in a calendar year, and uh, is that the type of investment that one should be making um, going forward? But we wait and, uh, um, in, and, and being patient to, to see you could see Enoch, what's he going to decide? We've got Obudmalibonga uh, Maketa, who is the test uh, team's interim coach, and uh, Lance Clues are also being announced as the, as the interim ODI uh, coach as well. Um, the test squad has just been announced. Um, and uh, your thoughts on terms of the squad that's been announced uh, going to Australia, has there been any surprises? Uh, do you think that's a solid squad? I'm surprised with the selection of Gerald Coutier and, and I'm pleased at the same time mm. uh, that the South Africans are starting to move forward and looking um, to um, which, which form player is uh, able to, to take the game uh, even further. He's going there as a on a landing experience, in my opinion. Uh, I think we've got enough Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they probably would have looked at, uh, at places like uh, the Gabba, which is the, one of the fastest tracks in Australia, mm. where they probably might want to sacrifice spin, but you don't want to go in a test match without um, a spin bowler. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Rusty back. I'm happy to see Tamba Pavuma back in his, uh, uh, with the South African team. Um, there's no change. Then, then not a lot of changes. Ryan Rickleton, of course, with the injury. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Clarkson, of course, is there. I'm not too sure if he will play with uh, Kylie Lazonda lingering, um, who's hit the last bite at the, at the cherry too. Yeah. So, yeah, that that probably is like almost like a, the same side until maybe there's a major injury happening in the camp, and then they probably would would uh, try and 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 uh, move the squad around, but. Uh, but I didn't expect uh, uh, Gerald Coutier to, to make it, to be quite honest. But I, I'm pleased at the same time. Yeah, it's a, it's an important one because um, I think as South Africans, we're always looking to continue our arsenal of fast bowlers. And of course, he's an exciting one that uh, a lot of people got to see in the CSA 
um, T20 challenge uh, bowling in uh, some really good speeds. And I mean, if you look in the guys like Nokia, Lungisani Ngidi, Kakiso Rabada, these are the top, um, of course, Marco Janssen, these are the type of players that you expect to be um, playing. And of course, bar injuries, um, that's when now your Gerald Kutsia will start coming to place. There's a man who's um, been resurrected. I'm going to use the word resurrected. Uh, Tiernas De Brain comes back. Um, um, yes, because um, Keegan Peterson unfortunately got injured. And um, surprisingly, uh, which is probably a good thing as well, continuing with guys that are doing well. And um, I mean, Aiden Markram uh, being excluded from the squad, you'd probably be a big Big one that stands out uh, out of that. Um, um, what do you make of that? Yes, he hasn't had a good 2022, averaging about 15, I think. Is that um, an important call that's been made by the selectors going forward? Yeah, I think they've had enough. Uh, in, uh, there, there's been a lot of patience uh, when, it, when it came to Aiden Markham's game. Um, and he, as a selector, all you, you, you wish for is for a player to to repay the faith um, by uh, carrying on picking him. And we, we know his frailties, we know his, uh, his weaknesses, but he hasn't really set the world alight in, in all those innings that he's, um, that he's played for South Africa. And then eventually they, they decided to, to give him a break, and which I think it will do him a world of good too, to try and work on uh, some few technic, uh, technic issues with his batting. But I, Tennis De Brain with a, an average of 41 mm. at domestic level is probably just about the right, it's, it's just about the right uh, selection in the, in the side. No, that's, um, yeah, it's uh, continuing to, to, I think, I hope that's a way we go forward. Uh, back guys that inform, trust the, the domestic structure and give opportunities to the guys that worked hard and earned it um, over time. And, um, yeah. Um, I, I thank you first, uh, Budi, for your for your thoughts and uh, sharing with us. Uh, I know it's been a busy morning for you, but I uh, really appreciate uh, you coming to the show and, and, and sharing your views about the World Cup, which was an exciting World Cup. And of course, uh, the upcoming tour of Australia, where South Africa are without... Um, a coach. There is an interim coach, uh, Coach Malibonga Maketa, who's going to be taking the test side. And uh, we look forward in uh, trying to, I guess, bring South Africa back uh, because it's going to be now about repairing the job and, uh, and looking forward in terms of what we can do uh, as a country. So thank you so much for your views. Man. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, congratulations once again uh, for your show. And thanks for having me. Radio with a vision. Vision View Sports Radio.